Protecting your radius podcast does not agree with my fence life on that one. I mean, <laughs> maybe I do, I do agree, but I'm not going to publicly say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Crazy, man. We're on season five, episode seven, and I got a... He's special. He's not a special guest, but he's special. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, season five, episode seven. Build a strong fence brand. Get more customers and grow. We've been seeing a lot of questions out there of uh, people wanting to know, hey... Um, what are y'all doing to get more business? Because things are kind of slowing down out there, it seems like. So uh, I got my good old buddy on here, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Hey, don't forget, guys. <clears throat> excuse me. Well, under the weather today, we're going live using Streamyard. So uh, before leaving a comment, please make sure that you go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook to allow Streamyard permission to show your comments, so we can see y'all's comments while we're live. All right. And don't forget, we're on YouTube, my Fence Life Facebook page, Fence Industry Only page, Fence Media Facebook page, LinkedIn. We're all those places live, and we're on YouTube Music. So if you're a YouTube music guy, go on, head over to podcast, and uh, you're going to find the My Fence Life show. So uh, our guest tonight, he's a fellow podcaster. He's got Radius Fence out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Some people might call it Bigsby, Bigsby, Oklahoma. But... uh we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring that uh, that cat on, man. You know, I feel like I haven't done this in a while, and I have no idea what to do right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, let's bring him. I'm just stalling. Let's bring him on. All right, fence lifers, get ready for your shut it badass hinge guest. Brought to you by D and D Technology, creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D and D. You think about that, man. <laughs> if it doesn't say badass, <laughs> I freaking love that, bro. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, like, if it doesn't say badass, you bought the wrong crap or something. I don't know. <laughs> I should probably add that. I should probably add that. <laughs> oh my dude, lord. Dude, I'm all discombobulated, up, man. I'm hitting all the wrong buttons. I don't know where shit's at. I feel like I haven't done this in forever. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm a little under the weather tonight, man. This is season point five, not season five, so Oh, it's season <laughs> point five? No, 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 I'm saying like the beginning, you know, oh, yeah. we talk about that now. So uh man, how you like that intro music? I play it for Miller Light drinking Shane Catton and he's like you know, it's kinda like and I figured it out because uh, some guys in the uh, comments told me. It's like uh, Charlie Sheen when he comes out of the bullpen 
of the Indians and they play in Wild oh, Thing? Oh, yeah. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. I actually got... I got something for you too. So oh, really? here's my here's my entry. Yeah, check this out. This is this is how we roll. Yeah. We're setting the mood. Yeah. Feel like I'm in a bar in French Quarter, man. Yeah, see? Got a jam going. I like that. Got a little jam, little stock like uh, roadcaster jam there. That's, yeah. that's how we roll over at Protecting Your Radius Podcast. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and use those stock uh, <laughs> stock audio bits. <laughs> through paying somebody was... to make something. <laughs> my, my, mom, my mom watches the show. She's like, where'd you get that sound from? I don't know. It's free on the machine. She's like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds great. I'm like, Oh, man. So anyway, Nathan Downs, let's get down to business, brah. Uh, we can't forget, thank you, D&D Technologies, home of the shut-it badass hinge, the world's most trusted gate hardware and creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, guess what, Nathan? It ain't D&D. You pay, oh, you paid too much? Are you, uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> talking about D&D, I... Uh, I got a really good deal on some hinges and stuff from those guys. Like, I, I like, it makes me like wonder. The true clothes? Or? No, on their Woodgate hardware. Got it. Yeah, so it makes me wonder why these guys are even buying from like the big boxes and stuff when you can get a product like D and D that has a ten year warranty on their finish. Right? Uh, they're thicker, stronger. And you can get them for about the same price. Right. Now, granted, you got to buy a couple grand at a time, but you're going to use them anyway. Exactly. So it doesn't exactly. make I think sense to me. I think that kind of plays into our whole conversation tonight about all of this stuff, right? Is planning and how you plan. So buying your hardware is a simple thing. Mm -hmm. But to you and I, we know how important that is. You know, wh whatever distributor you buy it from, but don't just go to Lowe's and get a couple bags of hardware and they're cheap anyways, the right. national or Stanley or stuff. I mean, they, they wobble and do it. And then the screws stuff, they only paint the head of the screws. They don't pass yes. the, the threads. So then it ends up running black down your fence. Not a DM yeah. technology or the, or the coating comes off the screws and then it looks like crap. And you're uh, like, should I paint that? Uh, uh, I'm going to paint the whole freaking fence. Yeah. <laughs> if I do that. Yeah. You know? It's well, real. What you gonna do, man? But hey, guys, we got three rules to the show: beer, bourbon, and business. What you drinking over there, man? You drinking tonight? I'm not. I'm yeah. not. We're in between. We're we're in football season. Um, no practice tonight, so I'm trying to take it easy, man. To be honest, yeah. So um, I'm feeling. I'm a little under the weather, man. I got a little frog in my throat. A little cough. My allergy. I'm, I'm all. I'm all screwed up, man. That's why I wasn't on top of my game when the show started. On clicking all the right buttons and uh but um dude i have been on a health kick my uh my boy matt warner was like you need to get in shape no actually i was like dude i need to get in shape and matt was like all right you just screwed up because i'm gonna hold you accountable so mm -hmm. matt will text me at 3 30 in the morning you're on a treadmill yet you know so um, I've been really watching my diet, man. I've kind of gone on a uh, pescatarian diet. You know what that is, right? 
I don't actually. It's like all fish. No, oh, okay. no beef, no chicken. Mm-hmm. It's just real healthy. A lot of omega threes, you know, stuff like that. And um, I had some killer blackened uh, halibut last night. Whew. Talk about that it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was good, bro. So I've been doing that and um, been hitting the treadmill a lot, and I'm down over 50 pounds, man. So yeah. when you see I, me. I, I told you when we started to get on, I could see it in your face. Yeah, when you see me in Vegas, sure. look out. He's going to be Dan yeah. Blanc, skinny Dan. Are you bringing Ashley? Because you might not want to bring her. It might cause some conflict. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Daddy's Sorry, looking Pepper. good. Daddy's Sorry, looking Pepper. good, yeah. <laughs> Pepper said something last night. I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? I was preparing for today's show, you know. And uh, I said I'm over here clearing out my inbox from all these females DMing me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like whatever and rolls her eyes get out of here yeah yeah she doesn't believe a damn thing i say but so i'm not drinking bourbon and i'm feeling a little under the weather so you know anyway hey guys you going to vegas no oh, that's right you're we're, not going we're doing fo- yeah i know right we're in football man yeah you're doing the virtual football mode in oklahoma and texas yes absolutely actually I've been working with susan and brian on that um we got some i got some ideas brian and i've been talking over the last couple of weeks and i think that the virtual side is going to be real cool so that so talk about that because y'all are going to see um there is a whole side of the fence show if you're not physically going to vegas we're going to have a party online and do some really cool stuff. So what other uh, nuggets do you have to drop about that, Dan? Because I think that's a pretty freaking cool aspect of this whole thing. So what if we took like a 75-inch TV, <laughs> turned it sideways, and there was like you were there but not there? That's what the, okay. So that's like what, punch you in the gut or something. Yeah, exactly. We could like so virtually what, fight. That's what Brian's been talking about. He's like, he's like, I think we might actually stick a thing up in between like Wheeler or uh, Joe or, or Dan and then get a screen. So when you're doing your part on the online deal, you're there. And I was like, oh, we, I, I told him, I said, the only problem is this would be like digress into some giant like weird Zoom, you know, nonsense you know i'm already telling be you what i'm doing i'm bringing a sharpie and i'm gonna draw a uh, mustache on you <laughs> every time and then you get on a camera you have a mustache you like have to get situated right in the right <laughs> but spot. then do like a lot do like a live with the tv in the background so it's like it's like this endless loop like there's a live of a live going right <laughs> here. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time man so um i think we're gonna be right across from jc gary Fence signs. Nice. We're going to be directly across from him talking about J.C. Gary. Get your fence oh. light sign, guys. Can you see it? Nope. I'm not too oh, good at this, yep. man. Nope. I'm there doing virtual, go. guys. I'm like the the Chris, ghost of Christmas pass. Anyway, get your fence light sign. And J.C. Gary is printing them, uh, printing them again this year, and we're doing a 2024 edition. And we're going to pre-release them in Vegas. That's going to be the only place you'll get them before 2024. And we're going to invert these colors, bro. Oh. We're going to have a so black gonna be more like the logo. white. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Pretty badass. And also, I'm going to have these uh, poker chips everywhere. And they're like the real deal with a QR code on the back. They're pretty sweet. <clears throat> and if you order a uh, swag kit, you get the uh, stainless steel My Fence Life 
beer bottle opener. So good stuff. And uh, thank you, Finch Track, for uh, sponsoring those signs. And thank you, J.C. Gurry, for printing them and sponsoring them. And Lux Core, who is uh, also a sponsor of uh, Nathan's show. Good stuff, oh, that's, man. That is Finch Track, too. Yeah. Lux yeah. Core is Finch Track. Yeah. Lux Core is some badass stuff, bro. It's like Trex, but it's got aluminum in it. The, there you go. Look. It's got aluminum on the inside. For those guys listening, you need to go to the YouTube video and watch this. We're only about 12 minutes in, and you will see this Lux Core. It is bad at It's like the. It's pretty freaking sweet, It's dude. like the D&D of fence boards. Oh, look at you. Oh. And it's green, too. Ooh. What do you think about that, D&D? Yeah. <laughs> Branding. Anyway, guys. <clears throat> man. So um, tonight we're going to talk about building a strong fence brand to get more customers and grow. And the reason why we're talking about this is because not only are we seeing customers, not customers, not only are we seeing guys in these Facebook groups say, hey, how are y'all getting more business? How are y'all marketing? Now, granted, some of those guys saying, hey, how are you getting more business and marketing? They've got like four friends and they're in 85 groups and they're just trying to push their companies. So right. if you're in the fence industry only uh, group, I've been banning those cats left and right. So report those comments and I'll get rid of them. But um, yeah, but we've been seeing some real honest guys in there that are real fence guys going, hey, what are y'all doing? How are y'all getting this stuff marketed? And I think one of the biggest things, and, you know, Nathan and I agreed on is that when you had the money to market, you didn't spend it. Now you want to spend money to market when you really don't have it. So it's kind of like that movie. Remember, remember the Titans? Yes. Right. And uh, the guy's like, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we're preparing for rain when they were building their football mm -hmm. team. Well, you know, we got to prepare for rain. It's a big deal. Yep. Absolutely. You know, Josh Glover and uh, Mark Olson had talked about this a couple of years ago. And I, I really felt like I really took that to heart as we were starting Radius to see what these guys were mentioning about advertising and marketing and what why it matters. And I remember Josh specifically saying, you know, if you want to grow, you need to put in like 5% of your revenue back into marketing. Right. And I, I was sitting there going, gee, that's a lot of money, you know? And then uh, watching Mark on the successful contractor literally do those things and how he did it and stuff. There's so much stuff that I'd be mimicked mm. off of that to get our success so I think that's where, he, like you said, though, what, what is happening now is if you haven't been doing any of it, you are way behind um, the ball on this thing. Well, you know, that's funny, man, because we have a spreadsheet and we track our sales every month. And then we go in and put in our advertising dollars and it's letting us know as the month, almost in real time, if we're spending more than 5% or less than 5% of what our sales are. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, that's something that a consultant, Ron, hooked us up with. And he's like, hey, we need to get your advertising dollars in here. So then that way you can match up with our sales and make sure that we aren't spending too much, but we make sure we're spending enough. Which, by the way, I went mm -hmm. to dinner with uh, 
with consultant Ryan last night. He popped in. Hadn't seen him in a few, oh, shit, a month maybe. But he's all up in my business, sending me texts at 3 a.m. and 2 a.m. <laughs> Dude never sleeps. But, um, yeah, man, so we're constantly watching that, constantly watching it. <clears throat> so I'm finding that there are a lot of guys like, hey, I, I need a website. Well, why didn't you get a website before? Well, because you didn't need one because work was just crazy. It was covid and it was times were good, and now that times are bad, you didn't prepare for rain. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, but anyway, let's get to... Uh, hey, do I have an echo? I hear an echo. I think that might be on your end. No. Right? Are you sure? Yeah. I don't I don't hear it. kind of hear myself. Hello, hello, hello. I, I can turn me down. Yeah. I don't know. I'm catching a little backup. Anyway, guys, let's get back to business. So... Why is having a strong brand identity important? Nathan Downs of the Radius Fence Podcast or Protecting Your Radius Podcast. Man, I think it's I think it's everything. I think you have to branding and marketing really is beginning with the end in mind, right? Like where do I want to go and what do I want to see as, as the results? And then how do you work your way backwards? You know, a competent marketing professional or someone helping you, especially on the on the digital side, uh, whether that's social media, website, SEO, uh, ads, all these different components of the digital side, there's guys out there like a Benji at cleverfox.online or some of the other ones that are doing fence stuff like Sam Nutello and his .com team. And, and there's a few others that I've seen. But these these companies, especially since we both use Benji for ours, um, they have a footprint in understanding our business, mm. but more importantly, um, they're able to tell us all the different components and understand it. Because I mean, at the end of the day, the way I looked at it, Dan is like, I'm just a fence guy. I just do gates. I, you know, I don't have time to do all these other things. And that's why when you introduced me to Benji in New Orleans, uh, within 30 minutes of talking to him, I've said this before on your show. I mean, it was a no brainer. I'm like, I got to hire this guy. You know, it just makes sense. But I had, I say that this time to say I had a vision in mind, right? But I knew that I needed a plan and a path to execute that. And the only way that that was going to get done was bringing on, creating a partnership out there because I wasn't going to do it myself. But if I was going to do it myself, there's all, all four of those components are what we're talking about and how it actually works to get your messaging out to your yeah. potential clients. Benji's a big part of that for us, you know. He's he's a major player in our in our company. If um, you know, guys, if you go to the in to one of the links down in the description, you'll end up on Benji's website and he's got this fence marketing, he's got a whole page on his site for fence marketing, and it breaks down all the different things that, that he can do for you, you know. But a strong brand's important, man. Um you know, it it's crucial for a business. It, it it sets you apart from your competitors. Yep. It really does. And it legitimizes what you're doing. Again, if you want to be, what, what do you want people to know you for? Do you want to be a fence guy that's an owner operator working out of your truck, magnets on the truck? Hey, if that's what your goal is, then that's fine. Uh -huh. But what we find is so many people that are in that 
like in that position, Dan, they want to be a company. They want to be legitimate, right? But so where does all that starts with what people perceive you as? Like if you say like, oh, I'm the biggest fence company in town, but you've got a truck and a trailer, you got some magnets and you don't have a shirt that has branding on it or something like that. No one's going to believe you. You know, you have to. That's why I said it goes back to the. Yeah, we're going to get to social media here, but I, I, I put the perception out. If I had my guys doing something like a deck, I didn't just say Fence King's, you know, doing a deck today. Hey, our deck division. It was all sure. on how I portrayed myself. Then I would run into people that knew me. They're like, dude, you're blowing up, man. I see you got like the deck crew and you got a concrete crew. Because I'd say my concrete division, you know, our patio division. It was all on how I worded it. Sure. And people thought I was bigger than what I was. So then they started calling me. And I was like, oh, yep. shit. I, I got uh, it's, <laughs> it's like It's like one of those things, build it and they'll come. Right. Well, they yes. came and I hadn't built it. I was just kind of talking shit, right? So, <laughs> but, but it worked. It worked, you know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge brand guy. I can't stand when I see somebody's brand and you don't know what it means or it's not catchy. You know, we're, we're working on right now, uh, Consultant Ron is opening his uh, roofing company and he's going to open up like, in eight different cities at one time. Boom. Wow. So we're working on his um, his roof company name and the tagline, and he's inquiring that about me. So I was like, so do I get a discount this month since I'm helping you with your branding? <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, yeah, so we're, we're working together on that because it means everything. It's either got to represent your brand or it's got to be something that sticks out. Yep. You know, like um, um, like uh, there's a plumber running around Baton Rouge, Louisiana with a big-ass fucking yellow duck on his truck. Doesn't say anything about plumbing, well, but you get the little duckies in the water, which in the, in the, in the, in the tub if you're a tub, bath guy, right? <laughs> yeah. But – People remember that damn duck. They remember the duck, right? You know, um, it's just like these uh, these uh, crappy uh, injury attorneys. They all have a a tagline. Before you accept the check, check with me. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And 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 you know, we get this guy Mars Bart. One call, that's all. One click, that's it. He's it has nothing to do with being an attorney, but it's catchy. So. Your branding, and I'm probably getting ahead of ourselves on the taglines, but the it's brand, okay. your brand is a big deal, man. Your brand is going to show that you know the, the the values you stand for, the quality of your work, the experience that your customers expect. So a good, strong brand is like, man, I want that. Yep. You know? Yeah. That's good, dude. That's nothing more needs to be said about that. Yeah, I love my brand. I mean, it's it's very simple, man. I mean, if you just how people perceive you, that that's it at the end of the day. Yeah, and make it clean and easy. Right. Yeah, we got to know what the hell we're looking at. We got to know what what it is. You know. So, anyway, so, uh, how can you create a tagline for your brand? 
you know. Oh, that's good. Do you have a you know, I think <sighs> No. You know? We no, not not a tagline. I, I've thought about it before. And um actually instead I've got my I've got it. I got a big sign in the back here. Hold on. I can't see it though. But I I, I was gonna say So you don't I've even know the tagline. You don't even no, know. No, 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 no. I know it. I want to show it to you. I want to show it. <laughs> Go get it. I'm gonna talk while you're gone. So like Fence King, we've got uh what is our taglines, man? It's a shame that I don't even know him. <laughs> He's giving me a hard time, like sucker. No, no, I've got a sign. I've got a sign in the other room, but in the studio here, I've got. I had a sheet on the other wall. Um, basically, our mission statement or whatever. But you could call this our tagline: "Is at Radius we build environments to protect what you value most." Yeah, like that's the okay. gist of what it is. But but yeah, as far as like sense, a, it gives you a sense of security and privacy and. Right. All that good stuff. Right. Well, you know, some I saw a guy the other day making outdoor space is awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's good pretty line. much tells me, you know. Um, I used to use surround read, yourself. Read some of these. I used to use surround yourself with quality. And then I got a hold of uh, Benji over at Clever Fox. And he's like, hey, we need to make this a little better. And Benji came up with, uh, you'll feel like royalty when your kingdom is surrounded with quality. Right. And that's on my website. Uh, I don't really use it in social media a whole lot, but it is on my website, and I get a lot of visits to my website, so people are seeing it. Uh, you'll see me hashtag experience the Fence King difference. And I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll use that. Or, uh, I mean, look at the tagline of the My Fence Life show, Beer Bourbon Business. That's our tagline. <laughs> Hey, man, what's your show about? Oh, beer, bourbon, and business. Oh, okay. It gives you a sense of, hey, we're going to drink a little bit, and we're going to talk business. Right. So uh, a tagline is important. you got to have a tagline, and it's got to go along with your logo. Right. Something simple, something concise. Yeah, just a short sentence, not something long like uh, Nathan's mission statement. <laughs> no, my my mission statement. That's why I'm sure some of you screenshot it. But we've got our mission statement, which could also be our tagline because it's very simple, right? Yeah. But then you saw on our, our on my sheet there that I keep in here that it has some of our axioms on it. So what are the, what are our values and what's important to us? But the tagline is that at Radius we build environments to protect what you value most. Yeah. Like that's what I want people to know. Wh whether we're working on a fence. We're working on a gate operator. We're building a pergola with a, a patio extension. Any of those things, it doesn't matter. We're, we're protecting the things that value most. Yeah, so basically just a short sentence. Shows you're really good at building a strong fence. You're going to give them some curb appeal. You're going to give them security. But come up with a good tagline and stick with it. You know? And, and make sure it fits your brand. That would be important too, right? And guys, look, do me a favor. Don't go with those stupid cartoons as your as your brand. Get your get your real brand. Don't go with the okay. fad, the cartoon the fad. Cartoons. And everybody's getting like cartoons of themselves, and they're like holding a hammer or something, and that's their brand. That's trendy. Go with something that's going to be long lasting. Why are you looking like that? I'm I'm sorry for all you guys in blue watching this that have those. 
cartoons that he's done. Oh, that's now. right. Yeah. I hate oh, those things. That's the no. stupidest fucking things ever. <laughs> it's literally literally like there's like twelve people right now that are like, What? You know, yeah, my uh, uh protecting yeah. your radius podcast does not agree with my fence life on that one. I mean <laughs> maybe I do, I do agree, but I'm not gonna publicly say it. So <laughs> <laughs> no man, I mean when you when when you guys got- call out cannons. I wanna call out can- cannon gates. Hey, Madonna, Tennessee. Hey, what's <laughs> Cannon kept getting his drawing. I want Cannon's to hold up a gate above his head. Like, get, Cannon, I want you to, like, have a drawing now with, like, a chain link gate, and you're, like, bending it or something. That would be pretty awesome. That would, uh, <laughs> watch Cannon. Like, in, like <laughs> Friday by Friday, Cannon's got this picture on. When Cannon was Facebook getting his drawing, man, I was like, dude, that does not look like you. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so then he got another version, like, that does not look like you. I'm like, why are you so adamant on this fucking cartoon thing? It's trendy, man. If you can, if you get a sponsored ad, hold on. If you get a sponsored ad on Facebook about drawing your cartoon, it's a fad. That's fair. Okay. I'll, uh, all right. It's a fad. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. So I'll buy that. Now me, if you drew my cartoon, I'd probably be like Peter off a of family guy. <laughs> Exactly. You know, a little fence uh, So I, I don't even need one drawn. I'm just going to steal Peter. Yeah, just steal Peter. I'll just steal Peter. Hey, slap hey, a Fence King logo hey, on this thing. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, oh, man. yeah. Stay away from the cartoons, guys. Stuff that's trendy. Um, hey, another good thing to help with your logo and stuff is an animated logo. That's oh, a big yeah. deal, bro. I've seen some of these. Now they're GIFs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, we have an animated logo here. And what I like about it is, is you know, it's fun and it's it's engaging, you know. And it shows, you know, my expertise to quality and to, you know, my, my dedication to to my brand, man. And it just makes my fence company come come to life, you know? Absolutely. So I like it, man. Benji made one for me. It's got a cool little sound to it. We got a, a animated logo for My Fence Life. I literally just pushed it out to a bunch of different people to start using it on their websites for us and stuff that advertise for the Fence King. And I mean, uh, My Fence Life, I'm sorry. And um, it, it's pretty awesome, man. It's a cool little deal. And it just adds a little fun to your brand. And it's rem- and it's memorable, mm-hmm. you know. So, remarkable, remarkable. Those are. I, I'm so glad you're on and not Dan Wheeler because those words are just so big for him. He has, <laughs> <laughs> That's why he draws it in crayon. Yeah, he draws it crayon. I, I saw him. I saw him the other day using a crayon, and he holds it like this. Like, like he doesn't that. hold it like a like an adult. He uh, holds it like. Like he's etching something into stone or well, something. If you, ever, if you ever see his uh, Instagram lives and stuff, you know how you put a oh, pencil yeah. in your hat? He's got like that yeah. big fat pencil they use in kindergarten. Those yeah. are what he uses. Yeah. And then Sandy smacks him across the face and then he gets to the normal size one. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Sandy. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sandy. I'll put that in. <laughs> 
y'all don't know who Dan Wheeler is, which I'm sure you you don't. He uh, he has <laughs> he has the Fence Industry podcast. He's we us three are really great friends. We have a group chat going, and we're in it every day talking trash. Every day, yeah, talking trash on each other. Anyway, hey, look, let me say if you've done something notable in the industry you're probably getting talked about us. <laughs> i'm just saying yeah we talk so much shit in that chat it's so fun <laughs> if i die i've got that chat's gonna automatically just like mission impossible disintegrate <laughs> <laughs> if i lose my phone it's true anyway oh, so true. um so the next thing would be you know how can i increase my followers and engagement on social media. Well, now we've talked about a brand. We've talked about our tagline. We talked about an animated logo. So now we've got something to start building our social media off of because that's what you want to build it off of, plus other things, you know, pictures of your fence work and so forth. But, you know, you want to you wanna regularly post. I think um, I, uh, I don't know how this happened, but Dan Wheeler's podcast was playing on my – on my truck the, when I was driving around. It was must have been an accident because I don't listen on <laughs> No, but I was listening to Dan, and um, Dan mentioned that there at uh, River City Fence, they're posting like two a day, mm-hmm. two videos a day. He's hitting the market hard, you know, and before and afters, before and after shots. And look, if you got issues with before and afters, guys, Get company cam. Go into the description of the show. I got a company cam link. Bring you right to it. Get company cam. It is amazing. I cannot tell you the cost that it has saved me. I don't even look at it costing me money. I look at, hey, company cam, um, I owe you more money, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I agree, man. Dude, it's insane, man. It's (laughs) Some of our guys hate company cam. I mean, you'll hear Donnie talk about it on on downtime with Donnie show, he's just like, uh, but in reality, if you found out how many times it saved us, I'm always looking at all the team going, y'all can hate company cam all you want, but there's never been a repository of information and pictures and things that you can do in real time and annotate like every aspect of company cam is perfect for being in the field. And there's a lot of different ways that you could do it, right? You could take pictures. If you have a CRM, you could take pictures in your CRM. Um, sure, the, you could do it. But company cam is just that fluid way. And you can share it with your... Dan, you've probably done this. You can share stuff with your customers, oh, yeah. with subcontractors, with general contractors. Like I've actually signed up general contractors by me sending our link... Like, hey, by the way, if you want to see what we're doing on the job, and then they go, they call me Nathan. What is this? Yeah. I go, it's the greatest. It's the greatest field app, you know, of all time. And I said, well, just for just for documenting things. And like I said, I think I've signed up like four or five general contractors that have come from us just by me sharing back. Hey, hey, hey we took this picture out here in the gas line. You know, it was about four feet away, but we wanted you to be aware that the, the, the you know, we're doing this with the fence or whatever. And then when they see that, they're going, what app is this? I know because it's what branded. What did I just sign up for? It's branded, too. It's like Fence Gang. Yeah. And it shows your brand and everything. It's an awesome link that they share. But um, <clears throat> I'll just give you one example how Company Camp saved my ass last week. I don't know. Weeks are running together. Oh, it was either this week or last week. But 
when my guys get on a on a job, they take a video before video, and they take before pictures. They take pictures of all the markings on the on the ground, everything. Well, we hit a gas line and we hit an internet line. Oh, and guess what? No markings. We call oh, in the yeah, ticket. No like, markings. We called in the awesome. ticket like four days prior, so we were within our forty eight hours. You know, um, we were good to go, not marked, and we had tickets saying it was cleared. Mm. So I had backup because I've had it say we're cleared, but they marked the ground and we're not cleared. Right. I had that proof. Boom. Right there. Guess what? I didn't have to fix a gas line. I'm not getting a freaking bill from energy for 1300 fucking dollars. You know, I'm not having a customer going, hey, I had to pay AT&T 275 to come out and fix the line you cut. Nope. And what did it cost me? $20 a month or something like that. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So my guys do a morning, midday, and end of day video, and they take pictures. So that does a couple things for me. You know, 10 years from now, I'll be able to go back and go, oh, yeah, this is exactly what we got going on, right? Um, the other thing is, is in real time, I can keep up with the production of my crews. Mm, true. Right? So, and then it starts a little competitiveness with my guys. Because one of my guys would be like, you know, what, what the fuck is that? What are they doing over there, man? They set 10 posts today? Well, nobody wants to get talked about. <laughs> so right. it, it so I know we got a little off right there, but um go check out company cam in the comments, got I'm in the uh in the description, get you a company cam, but using their before after deal, you take a before picture and then it ghosts that before picture over your phone and you can situate the after and go, Oh yeah, right there. Let me line up that window, let me line up that patio cover, snap, and you got the same exact picture. And then it brands it if it wants, it, it does all yep. kinds of crazy stuff. I think Corey Bigelow on one of the pages the other day shared a before and after from his company cam. It was super cool. I just love seeing them. You know, when we do them and when I see other people do them, I just have an appreciation for, hey, here's the disaster that we had. And then now we're, (laughs) and here's how it looks after we're done. And it's just, you know, that I think that's one thing that can be said about fence and gates and all this stuff that we work in, Dan, is it is a very satisfying business you oh, know yeah. to be able to see crap turn into something that is good quality and looks good and it's gonna you know just make everything look better around it when people ask me dan why fencing and I'm like have you ever built a fence no when i build a fence or when i used to build fences when i drove off from that job I was like, fucking right. I did that man <laughs> all the neighbors are gonna see that everybody's gonna mm. be talking about that it's a, it's very, very satisfying. Very satisfying. So anyway, guys, back to social media. You got your brand. You got your tagline. Now you went to the My Fence Life link and you bought company cam. You're doing before. You're doing after shots, right? And also encourage your clients to take pictures. Dude, I love it when one of my clients takes pictures and posts them on Google. I'm like, yes. yeah, yeah fucking right got it that's a good one you know so Google reveal. yeah so encourage that man or encourage you know get on your uh on your facebook business page or your instagram business page whatever it might be and host a, a best fence photo you know and get your customers to start posting photos and, and doing a hashtag and that hashtag might be your tagline 
You know, experience the Fence King difference. You know? It's good. You know, um, stuff like that. And you got to be consistent on your social media. You know? Well, like you said a minute ago, Dan Wheeler is doing two a day. So the algorithms continue to change. And one thing I would encourage everyone to do, another one of our buddies, Joe Everest, you know, every Saturday with his um, Ask the Fence Expert show or whatever he calls it now, but you know he talks. Joe is the is a master. So is Mark Olson. Those guys are really the two that had started a lot of the you know the social media stuff for our industry to an extent. I wouldn't what? give Mark Olson that much. Credit. Oh come on now. Hey hey, I will tell you this because I I meant to call Mark the other day. Whoever is doing his videos now, they are amazingly yeah. on point like, like they it. are so, getting so much better uh-huh. the editing i mean it it reminds it, it just reminds me of the videos that i used to watch like 10 years ago where you know it's the comical cut in edits all the time but yeah the way that he's doing it is really really clever i, I like that a lot but, i like the water in the bucket one and stuff like that that he did the they're going to another level. I love yep. Mark. Him and I got a little thing going back. Like, you suck, Mark. He's like, you suck. <laughs> but uh, I love Mark Olson to death. But, you know, what you were saying about Joe Everest, we call him, you know, the the godfather. The, the podfather. The podfather. So, um, you know, when I found out that podcasts were on YouTube music, I was like, what? I got to get on that. So I'm like, well, of course I'm going to search all my podcast buddies to find out if I got an edge on them, and I type in the Fence Industry Podcast. <laughs> oh, Dan Willis not on here. Yes. Then I typed in Protecting Your Radius Podcast. <laughs> oh, Nathan's not on here. Yes. I typed in My Fence Life. <laughs> my Fence Life's not on here. We're going to change that. And then I typed in Joe Everett. <laughs> and I'm like, this son of a bitch is on here. <laughs> For years, yeah. you're like, hey, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, it came on like September of last year, and he's already on it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's always ahead of the curve, man. So um, Joe and I are still the only ones on there. I know. You need to tighten up, brah. I need to tighten this ship up. Because- you realize that YouTube music is the third largest platform listen podcast right. listened on, and they have – um. I have a note right here. Let me scroll through. I think they have like 2 billion users. It's insane. Jeez, are you serious? Yeah. And here, it's in my notes. YouTube Music. Did you know that YouTube Music has over 2 billion users and is the third most listened to platform in the world for podcasts? No wonder Joe's the pod father. Exactly. Yeah. He's been amassing his numbers over there just quietly. Yeah, when we're in Vegas. Man, he's even come in my shop, sucker. He's like, hey, you know what you're not on? When we're in Vegas, I want to get a picture of him sitting down with his legs crossed, kicked back in a chair with a cigar. Yes. Yeah, we're going to put the pod father. So anyway, um, yeah. uh, You know, so what, what are some good platforms, man? As far as uh, for which part for social, social media, media stuff? Yeah, social media. And you know, it, it all depends on what you know, what demo that you want to hit, right? Like which which group of people. If you're looking for the fifty pluses, they're going to be on Facebook. If you're looking for the millennial age, younger millennial age in their forties, going down to, or I'm sorry, actually that would be in your thirties, thirties to forties and stuff. Insta. Instagram is you know the biggest. TikTok, Snapchat, all these places are continue to grow. Twitter's still big for the 40, 40 and 50 age range. 
um, or I'm sorry, X Twitter. Yeah. X X. Um, hey, to do so the one of, watch what he's going to do. One of them are going to, one of those, one of those cats is going to die when they fight in the Coliseum or the Pantheon <laughs> or wherever they're about to fight. So, well, you know, there's a bunch of different things, man. Instagram's definitely one of them, you know, um, it's, you know, and I'm not a fan of this one, but you want to know who's cornered the market on this one? It's Ooh. old uh, Sam Vitello. Pinterest. Every one of his customers has a Pinterest. Oh. And I, I hate like it. I hate Pinterest. I hate it. We hate Pinterest because we show up to your house and a customer goes, now I want you to build it like this fence I found on Pinterest. I want you to <laughs> You're build like, it like you this. Can't, I can't build that. All right, I want you to listen <laughs> to what you just said. We don't like Pinterest because when we go to a customer's house, they're like, "Hey, we want you to build it like this." What does that tell me? The customers are on Pinterest, and there's so many of them now that's on it that it bugs the shit out of us that we hate it. So we should be on it. <laughs> we so, should be on it. Flooding in, what? Why, why would you want that clear cedar, uh, fastener, fastenerless, uh, horizontal board when you could have this dog ear fence? <laughs> <laughs> but that is the Check only problem. The only, that is way better. Way better. That is the only issue. The only issue is Pinterest. These people that show us stuff off of Pinterest, they're showing us this shit that uh, a fence artist built. Oh, no, that, it's a it's a trim carpenter often, yeah, right? It's right. like ePay or you know teak or something. And I'm like, listen, we I go through this every year. If I build that out of teak, it's twenty five thousand dollars. If I build it out of cedar, I can do it for ten. You're not going to pay twenty five thousand, and right. I do it. I've I bid them all the time because we're a high end residential custom fence builder in our market. So all the time, dude. Which is why, hold on. Which is why we do Luxcore. So I immediately push him to this stuff, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna bring up the Epes and the Teaks and all the other fancy bougie woods out there because um, we have something that's sustainable. We have something that's similar in aesthetic that they're looking for, um, but it's local for us. Yeah. And you never have to do anything to it. You don't have to stain it. You don't have to treat it. You don't have to do any of this jazz. So well, anyways. What? You want to know what was really awesome? If you roll back about 30 seconds, you'll hear in your spiel, you used and built your brand. Because you said, well, because we are at high end in our market, and that's the kind of fences. I, I forget exactly how you just said it. But you literally branded yourself in that comment to your customer. Mm. When you were saying who oh, that's you good. are, look, I didn't even know I didn't. That's that wasn't stuff. a purpose. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so Pinterest is is a good one, man. You know, get your pictures on there. People are looking at it. I don't have a Pinterest. I probably should get get on that on, get on that train because we get a lot of customers show us pictures and they're like sending us pictures off of Pinterest, texting them. Yeah, like yep. oh Christ, they're on Pinterest. God. You know, like my grandma used to say, yeah, you got a uh, champagne taste and a beer pocket beer budget. Yeah, she yeah. used to say yeah. pocketbook. Pocketbook? Yeah. I, like I guess that's a purse. I don't know. I was just like, okay, grandma. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Pinterest is a good one. Instagram, TikTok is huge right now. Reels. Look at what Reels are doing for our Reels. podcast, right? Yep. We're posting Reels like crazy all over the place. Um, yep. 
Another place to, you know, I know you're not really looking for customers, but LinkedIn will connect you with commercial clients. LinkedIn's going to connect you with government jobs and, you know, that kind of stuff. Those are, are professionals that are on there. And there's a lot of these pro- big, huge commercial companies that are on there that need fence guys. Yep. So you want to you wanna be on LinkedIn, guys, you know? And, um, you know, you want to showcase your portfolio. And I think, and I think also showcase what you're good at, like what you master, because I've said this before. So I'm sure some people are going to be like, he says this all the time, but people don't show up. Like we don't pay big dollars to go to like my daughter yesterday bought Taylor Swift concerts. Uh, (laughs) That was terrible. My daughter yesterday bought Taylor Swift concert tickets for November of next year in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, right? So she bought it, a, a, you know, a year and a half out, right? Uh-huh. But why would someone pay top dollar for a ticket to see Taylor Swift? Well, the reason why is it, it's just like going to see Michael Jordan play uh, basketball or even um, a couple of years ago when uh, the PGA um, US Open was here in town in Tulsa. And we went and we've stayed around to watch Tiger come. Knowing Tiger Woods is not who he used to be, right? But right. Tiger Woods is a 10. And when you're when you're on the scale of one to 10 and you have a performer or an artist that's a 10, the value is there just because we inherently as human beings, we want to see the best of the best, right? Like my daughter knows that Taylor Swift's an incredible singer. She's a great songwriter. She's built this brand. She's built like her following, you know, the Swifties and all this stuff like that. But like (laughs) people will pay top dollar for this stuff because she's at the, uh, the highest echelon. So how can we paint ourselves professionally as the top tier group and then continue to push that out in the marketplace? And I'll say that that's exactly what our success over at Radius Gate and Fence Company has been in such a short period of time is because we immediately pushed ourselves to the top, like through branding and marketing. But, but I knew that that's where we already were from previous experience and what I've been doing. And now people are just connecting to it, connecting to it and the value, which we see all the time. I have emails usually on daily where someone's going to go, yeah, you know, you guys are about a thousand dollars higher. You're about two, $2,000 higher. Okay. Uh-huh. And the only reason they're emailing back and saying all this is because they want us to do the work. Right. They like they've already decided. They're just trying to see like, uh, and so I've got a couple different spiels where I'm like, well, you know, the value, you know, yeah. here's the value that we bring and stuff like that. Cause that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the value. You're paying for a 10. You're not paying for a six. Cause if you're at a six, no one really wants to come see you. They may see you, but they're not going to pay top dollar. If that makes sense. Yeah, they call you because you got four hundred five star reviews, but then they don't want to pay for the four hundred five star reviews. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just the way the world is. So you just got to get used to it. So that's where I would say that each, especially you younger guys and gals watching this, um, just get better at your pitch. And if you don't have a good pitch or you need someone to talk to, you know, th- this would be a great time to ask these questions on a Facebook page or 
reach out to Dan or myself or someone that's been doing this for a long time. Cause there's probably things like you said a second ago, Dan, there's things that I say that I don't even like know that I say it anymore. It's well, just like, it's just what we are and who we are. And it never changes, man. Like I'm always the same. You're always going to get the same Nathan every single day. Everyone on our team at radius, it's always the same. It doesn't change. Well, you know, I want to kind of rewind a little bit because you kind of went way off on me there. But, <laughs> you know, the the other thing, too, about posting regularly is you don't have to always post pictures. You need to post some culture. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. Post some culture because especially on LinkedIn, a, a big commercial contractor. Yeah, you do great work. But are these good people to work with? You know, we just landed um, a school. And the reason why we landed it was because the contractor was like, I heard what y'all did on that Raising Cane's job because I'm friends with, uh, you know, Cassese. And he was like, y'all were the easiest to work with. You made sure everything was taken care of, so I want y'all to do this job. And I was like, well, Very cool. was our price lower also, you know? Well, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't answer that, but, you know, I was kind of like, <laughs> Well, was you just shoot me a lot of shit? And we just had a better price, or will we hire? I'm I'm trying to figure that out, but that's the reason why we got it. And showing that culture online, which we don't do enough of here, at Fence King, I'm guilty of that. Is something that we need to do. So just because I know we need to do something doesn't mean we always do it. And and we hear this all the time. And I I will say, coming from a company where we were seven years old in in our market to a brand new company, right? There was something to be said about working for the seven-year-old company where I didn't have to say a lot, Dan. Like I didn't really need to sell myself or sell the company. The company spoke for itself, right? People knew the brand. They knew the company. They're like, they, they've been around forever. So when I would present a, a price, they would be more apt to look at my price and be like, oh, you know, Nathan's the second lowest bidder, but I mean, it's not by that much. And I don't really know the low bidder. We're going to go with, we're going to go with the name brand you know. X. Yeah. yeah. That we know. So that's been something that I've been fighting against over here. Now we've, I'm pretty good at selling jobs. So, you know, I've gotten, you know, six figure contracts already left and right. And, and I say that because I've had to do it the other way, right? Like where I'm like, well, where where we at where are we at in the pecking order? I need to make sure that we're low enough to get to get our foot in the door, but then let them remind like, oh, it's Nathan from that other company. Hey, I didn't know where you went. Or uh, hey, we finally get a chance to work together again, or using that previous experience where other people are aware of that brand, you know, that brand recognition. But there is something we said you can come in especially on commercial and slide your way into that, knowing that as you grow that relationship, like you're talking about, Dan, there will be times where they're like, man, you know, you're not the lowest bidder, but our, we have a relationship here. We have that. So it's almost right. like buying into a relationship and then doing what you say you're going to do. And because how many subcontractors don't do what they say they're going to do? And you're fortunate enough to ride on the coattails of your previous employer because of the name that you built for yourself there, which sure. you built in the, in the industry itself, you know? Right. Um, so, hey, guys, uh, another thing about being consistent, you know, 
You need to make sure that your logo, your colors, your fonts, all that stuff is the same across all boards, websites, your social media, your business cards. You know, um, we're going to Vegas, right? Pepper goes to the uh, embroider, and she's getting some My Fence Life stuff embroidered so people know she's with My Fence Life. And the the lady over there, Miss Leslie, called me up because she knows how I am about branding. She's like, um, so Pepper wants to do this in pink. And I'm like, uh, hell no. That's not the brand. <laughs> she goes, that's what I thought. So I came home and told Pepper, I'm like, you can't, don't fuck with my brand, woman. You know? So you got you to gotta stay on top of that. You don't want to have black and white as your color and your business cards have pink on it or, or red. It needs to all be the same. Your cover photo, everything on your own Facebook, Instagram, all that. Um, you know, something that uh, we've been using lately, and I'll tell you what, guys, we have had great success with, is uh, that one tap, that digital business card on steroids, man. Go, go into the description. It's in there. Go click on the one tap guy. i tell you what, man, those things are Phenomenal. I showed him to uh, consult Ron last night at dinner, and Ron was like, oh, wow. Hey, you know what we can do with this? And I'm like, all right, I'm waiting to hear what you got to say because I know how I'm going to use it. Right. And when I told him what I was going to do, he goes, dude, that's genius. That's perfect. Roll with it. You know? Are those guys going to be at the fence show? Yes, they are. Matter of fact, Dan Wheeler got him a one-tap also. Really good. Yeah, he got him uh, one for River City and for, uh, what you call it? Is there a cricket? I think it's on my end. I've got a couple crickets in the studio here. Oh. They're so loud. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, Did you hear the lightning crash at the beginning of the show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right outside the window. Oh, we could use some rain. Welcome man. to been, Oklahoma, yeah, kids. It's been so damn dry, man. We put brand new... Brand new pilot bit, brand new blades, everything on our little beaver, and it's just sitting there mm. spinning, b- 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 bouncing on the ground. Oh, it's so dry, so dry. It's yeah, brutal. but um, yeah, man, that one tap connect. We've got that's what I got on my uh, on my poker chips, man. The QR code is going to go to the my fence life one tap. Oh, that's it's a, sweet. It's a little microsite, but guess what? All my all my colors on there are with the brand. My fence, right. my fence king one. They all go with the brand, all that. The one that we're gonna we're gonna take that one tap. It has a URL, and we're gonna be texting that to every customer um, when we make an appointment. And it's gonna have get ready, get ready for your for your upcoming fence estimate, a fence appointment, or on site consultation. I don't know. I haven't quite dialed it in yet, but uh, we need a cricket killer. So yeah, yeah. you know. And we're gonna is go it, ahead is it underneath me. We're gonna oh go ahead goodness. and um, and uh, send that to every customer so they can be prepared for their um, for their estimate. But guess what? Right. It's got all my colors, everything, my logo, my taglines. It's all in there, so we keep it brand specific. Same on our uniforms, our shirts, our hats, everything. So if you're not into this stuff. Or you, you've never been acclimated to it or, or whatever with the marketing and branding side. Um, I, I will suggest contacting someone like Benji and his team over at cleverfox.online. 
Um, because Benji can actually, and he could even do this independent of being in his system. You could pay him and his team to develop a branding guideline book. And if you've never seen a brand guideline, Google that, but go to like Nike brand guideline or Apple branding guideline and see what a branding guideline book looks like. These things are 20 to 60 pages. I've seen one that's 100 pages long. Wow. And it gives every circumstance of the brand, inversion colors, what color palette you can use. So like with my brand, when we developed... So of course, I did marketing stuff for a handful of years, um, even as, as a consultant when I worked at Ameristar. So um, when I did the branding guideline book for... Um, radius dan i set up my whole color palette so i knew exactly when i have a pink what do i do with the pink color right because right. i have a pink polo that i wear but it has the logos white it matches this mm -hmm. it has to be in a certain area right etc cetera, etc cetera. so we've we're we're okay like it like it radius our, our core colors are the maize and the navy blue but i have everything underneath there and how the logo reacts and stuff. So Benji in time has been able to take that because he knows what the branding guidelines are for the brand. And so everything you see that we team up together on or when I send it out, I'll send that guideline book or, or really, really my one sheet that I call my one sheet out of the book. I'll send that to a new marketing company and say, hey, just FYI, as I'm asking for this stuff, we're doing a new wrap on a truck or something. Here's the criteria right. that radius falls under. So, and then there's no questions. So my problem is my beard on my uh my guy, on my yeah. on my low, on my brand. So some people mess it up and they don't put it white when it should be white or black when so Benji created a uh, logo user user guide and it literally has the spectrum of colors across cross i guess and what right. it looks like right and then what it yep. looks like and then if you're going to use it on this background or that background and it's yep. great so when we ordered our privacy screen for our yard we wanted to get fence king and the and the brand on the actual privacy screen to advertise this is our yard right this is us we're constantly branding brand 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 i sent that logo usage guide over to john ball at ball fabrics and his uh his graphic designer guy he didn't email me he called me he said i wish every customer had one of these i was like hey man i don't have time to screw around just you got it if you screw it up yep. it's your fault because you had you had to bring you had the logo usage guide and i send that to all my print guys i send that to my shirt guys everybody so everything stays the same it cannot yep. be different you know Man, we're running a little long. We're at an hour. Let's hey, I know. People are like, are, do we have to stay? But, but like you said, wrapping that part up, like call call someone like Benji at CleverFox.online. Like reach out to those guys because you don't have to know this stuff like me and Dan. But Dan, we, we've just learned it over the last 20 years of understanding, like especially as everything's gone digital, right? Like this yeah. really used to matter when it was all print stuff. But I would actually say I feel like it matters even more today digital because I want someone to see my colors, to see my logo, to see the stupid little R and they're going to know like already people are recognizing this. And I'm, and I'm talking about this as an infant baby. Like it's not, it's not even 18 months old 
for most people. And there's already recognition building for that. And, and just like your little fence King, um, the little guy, the little Dan Blanc with the, with the crown on his head, um, as people continue to see it because there's that consistency over time, it only continues to grow and get stronger and stronger and stronger. Well, we built another website and Dylan will go out and customers will be like, man, you know, they got this other uh, website out there and it really kind of looks like y'all's your stuff. You ought to check it out, the colors and stuff. And, you know, and Dylan's like, Oh, we're gonna have to look into that, but it's our other website. <laughs> But we at Dylan's like, oh really? What's 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 the URL? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it is us actually. Yeah, it really is us. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so we have two websites. Anyway, reason why I know all this is I knew enough to get me in trouble, but then Benji kept me between the white lines on on the road. He's like, no, 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 Dan. Because I can't tell you how many times he reprimanded me in the beginning. I'm sure some of the things you hear me say are literally the words directly out of like, don't fuck with the brand. When I told Pepper that that was Benji. Don't no, no, stop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Benji. All right. Benjinator. Right. That's why I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi because he has taught me everything that I'm telling you here. I'm just regurgitating what I've learned from him over the years. And he's taken and fine tuned my thought, my train of my thought process and he's actually made me U-turn on some things, you know? Mm. So he's been a, a great asset. Um, so, yeah, guys, that one tap's a great deal. Uh, you need to maintain a unified unified voice and your messaging, conveying your professionalism, and uh, you know, every touch point of your brand, color, everything, right? Yep. Um, we got to create engaging content across all social media. You know, oh, we're not done. Yeah, project <laughs> spotlights. I'm just. I'm going to run through this real quick. Run notes. through it. Jam project it. spotlights, client testimonials, uh, educational content. You know, put out. You know, the, the ultimate fence maintenance guide. I, you know what I mean? Hey, experts, stay in the seal. Condition this. You know, this is why we do this. Educate your customer on your products and uh, try to use it, customer content too. If you. If you're not sure what that looks like, go to Ozark Fence and look at what Joe Everest has done over the last seven, eight years. That'll that'll give you a that could literally you can literally copy what he's done for the next handful of years, uh-huh. and that'll give you a platform and a, and a running piece to understand how to make that work right and make it look good. Yeah. So. You know, all those things are important. You know, feature photos on your social media accounts and websites with stories. Tell a story behind it, man. You know, mm. the podcast I just did um, uh, asked me about my day number 107. I accompanied how how we cap our fences with a story behind why we cap our fences that way. From yeah. that lady that wanted me to recreate the fence that her husband built that was no longer with her. You know, and, and now everyone does it that way. It's crazy, man. That's cool. Yeah. Love it. It's real funny. I had a guy, uh, I hit him up and I'm like, hey, man, you, you're ruining because I'm so brand. I feel like that's my brand, that capping. It's kind of funny. So I, I hit him up. I'm like, hey, you need to quit capping that in pine. It's going to look like crap because it's going to curl. You're like, well, what do you know about that cap? And I'm like, well, I kind of invented it, you know, and he's like, 
no, you didn't. I learned that from Mike. And I was like, yeah, Mike started fencing in 2005. And I've been doing that cabin since 1999. It's like, so Mike learned it from me, buddy. You know, but (laughs) it's kind of, it's, it's, I just, I don't want to see that capping has become so strong and so, so used in our region. When I see somebody doing it Mm. wrong, I got to call them and tell them. Yeah. Because it's going to screw everything up. Yeah. You know, so. Anyway, man, good stuff, bro. That's a long one. We've been trying not to do hour long. I've been trying to keep it like 40, (laughs) 45 minutes, but. Bring Nathan on. It'll go on forever. So, you know, I was talking about Taylor Swift. That's why. Yeah. Swifties, whatever the hell that is. (laughs) So that's the thing, guys. Look, the reason why this went so long is, you know, you're talking about marketing and so forth. You can do a lot of this, your stuff, your, your stuff, yourself. You can do a lot of this stuff yourself is what I meant to say. Yep. And um, and just be consistent. And that's how you're going to get more business. Market yourself in that way. Hire somebody to help you. And guess what? When you were making all that money, you should have been using it to start planting seeds to reap what you need today because the market is changing. I can tell you, man, I went through the uh, the recession. What was that? 09 or whatever it was. Yeah. 0809, yeah. Yeah, I went through that, and I'm hearing a lot of the same comments on the phone with customers that I heard back. It's like deja vu. And and, and what's worse, Dan, we have a year, over a year until the next election. Yeah. And you know how election cycles freaking jack with construction. Well, So <laughs> the fact of it's already being weird down... Uh, we might be in another 15 months of real some pain ahead of us if we're not careful. Hey, look, guys, I've gone ahead and already started planning for this. I mean, I, I went ahead. I let a couple guys go. I cut down to two trucks because I want to make sure I keep enough work to keep my key guys moving. You know, so I'm already making moves and making these chess moves because I see it. Even though I don't want to admit it, uh, I can the conversations I'm having on the phone and the responses that I'm having to jobs, I mean, I, literally, I feel like it, it was, it's freaking 10, 10 plus years ago. What is it? 15 years ago. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm in deja vu. And I, I remember, I remember going through that and it was not fun. It was not. So start prepping now. All right, man. I'm done. It, dude. I got nothing else to I'm, say. I'm tired of I don't want to get you. on a soapbox. Oh, <laughs> it's late. All right, guys. Hey, look, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. It's been over an hour now. Sorry about that. Hopefully, this helps you out. Hopefully, you get some good info. Nathan Downs, thank you so much for uh, coming to hang out with me today. Really appreciate you, guys. Don't forget, go to the description. Look at I got it cleaned up. I got the descriptions all cleaned up, easy for y'all to find everything that you need. Expert stainless seal. Thank you for everything you do. Those guys are kicking ass and taking names over there. We talked about Benji enough, Finch Track, all those guys. We've got a lot of places where you can go get door hangers and yard signs and magnets for your trucks if you don't have the money to wrap them yet. I started out with magnets, you know. You got to start somewhere. Y'all get out there. Y'all kick ass and uh, keep on fencing. 
You're listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.